Hey yo, hey yo, it's Cash. Your neighborhood smoke a Dot, checking in one time for the one time. You already know what's good, and you listening to Cash Talk. Hey yo, hey yo, got my boy back. We in this motherfucker. Talk to me. Talk to me. Already know what it is, brother. Fed me all this coffee, so I'm a little hyped up. So let's get it. What kind of coffee you drinking, bro? Uh, prison coffee. <laughs> <laughs> What's prison coffee, bro? You don't even do nothing to it. You just take. You just put it in hot water. That's all you got. That's do. it. It's instant coffee. You ain't got stir it up. It's just in that thing. Just. What's it called? Just for people out there who I probably want to try it. Prison coffee. <laughs> you get that from uh, prisoncoffee.com <laughs> backslash cash talks. You get twenty percent off your order. Hey, yeah, backslash put cash talks on there. You get a discount. That's some of that Keefy, though. I told him it's going to be having him shit in later. Bro day. said, I done he drunk don't... a whole cup, and he said, hey, bro. Hey, he's wired, too. If y'all was actually, he tried to tell me that it's so-so. I said, how is it? He said, uh, but this dude's wired right now. Look, bro, he I drunk wired. a whole cup. I'm at the bottom of it right now. And he said, oh, yeah, bro, I forgot to tell you. It's going to mess your stomach up. Oh, yeah, it's going to fuck your stomach up. And I'm looking at him like, bro, you ain't tired drunk a whole cup. Like, I was kind of messed up on my behalf. Yeah. What kind of stuff is that? That's a setup. He about to have his roommate up all night. No, nah, I'm about to be at your house right now. So <laughs> no, sir. I can't take this. I can't take this home. Homies about to have the shit blown <laughs> up, man. I can't take this home. Hey, Bowie, man, I want to ask you about some, uh, give us some current events in your life. You still on uh, Duolingo? Am I still on what? Duolingo. On what? Bro, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm on probably, there. I'm on you still there. on there? Yeah. What have you learned now? I'm, I think I'm Because I said a, we got to hold you uh, accountable. My 27th day streak. Damn. 27 days straight. Been, so you like really serious about this shit? I don't know why you think I be playing, bro. Like I, it's been not even this. that I think you playing. It's really like that's dope, bro. I, I didn't know sure you I was that serious. Every day. Yeah, and then it's like I'm actually learning it. Like I, uh, pretty much going over words and phrases that I've already learned, but they try to trick you because this man you talked about it before the feminine and masculine. I'm With getting better at learning that. So. A's, yeah, all that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I tried it the day after we had talked about it, bro, and I, I don't think I can do it. Cause I was failing everything. I can't. It's something about it's not no positive reinforcement. You don't when think you keep I've, I've, wrong. I've failed them like they didn't. I don't think I got enough motivation. They kicked like, you out. Yeah, you ain't got no hearts left, bro. You can buy it. <laughs> oh, well, so that's yeah. how they make money. You can buy hearts. You, or you can buy them, but it's like in the beginning, I, I haven't did it. Often where I run out of hearts, but I've done it. But you just so gotta pay gotta attention, wait. bro. And if you don't get it, hit the hints, and it'll give you like lessons on what to do. Yeah, I just and I you gotta want to do it, bro. Because it sounds like you just missed a couple, and you was like, hmm, "Let's shit. go do something else." That's exactly. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. But yeah, we still in the building with the Duolingo. I'm trying to uh once I finish once I finish uh the session I'm on now. It's got like two mystery things that's gonna pop up, so I might have something. What for you mean, you mystery thing? Like it's not telling me what it's pertaining to. Like before I started some of these lessons, it already told me this is uh, food. So it's like an ultimate test, like the boss level type deal. I don't know. It's just it's just blank. It's like it, it keeps telling me you gotta finish this to get to these. I'm about to show him right now. So He's look, you see me what it, it says, family. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm on three. I got to finish five. But then these two say bonus. So they're bonus lessons. Yeah. Which I think it's going to be phrases and stuff like you use every day. Okay. Okay. It's going to be pretty dope. My boy, he's going hard, man. I want y'all to, uh, if y'all can, y'all got, go ahead, plug yourself in again, boy. For the new listeners, give them your Instagram. I ain't did that in a while, have I? Yeah, you have it. You have it. So the IG is FreeBuoy, F-R-E-E-B-O-W-I-E. And then the Twitter is Free underscore Buoy. So if y'all can, man, DM him and just say, man, I'm proud of you. Keep going with it. Or test him or something like that. Ask him some questions. Cuss me out and say, you fat boy. Yeah, say something real salty to him in Spanish. Yeah. Make sure. If you hurt my feelings, I won't even say nothing back, bro. He probably won't know what you said. He might have to. But I'll probably shout you out on the podcast next time. Like, bro, I hurt my feelings. What else you got going on besides your Duolingo? Man, it's spooky season, bro. If y'all ain't know, I'm an avid horror film. You like scary movies? Bro, to the death of me, bro. I don't think I even knew that. Really? I feel like I don't know you now. You might not, bro. You ain't never seen like I got like I ain't a never little, watched no scary movie with you, haven't? I got like a little movie, scary movie collection. I hate what scary you, movies. What you think I'm gonna do, bro? Hey, bro, come to the crib. I got this <laughs> scary movie. You wanna watch a scary movie let's, with me? Let's drink coffee and watch a scary movie. <laughs> yeah, that okay. That's very yeah, unlikely. Yeah, you That's feel me? Unlikely. But yeah, I got a little collection. I got. So what? Halloween's one of your favorite holidays? Yeah, you don't know. It is. I mean, if you put it like holidays, I don't feel like it's like I feel like it's just a, a season, like a time of the. Like you like the weather, you kind of like the thing, everything like the that weather. go yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I think what mostly goes into it is like I remember being a kid, and I had a cousin, and she had like, I mean, it's probably like five foot by four foot, uh, like a. Movie shelf just full of DVDs for real, full of them. And as a kid, that's like a paradise. And as a kid, it was paradise. Me and my little cousin, shout out Jordan, we would just, all right, I pick one and you pick the next one, and we just going through and just watch movies, and just back watching back. movies. That actually sound like a good ass. Just as a kid, movie. bro, just like it, it was dope. Like that was everything. That was everything, bro. Like, can I please go over here and you know what I'm saying? Can she babysit me, please? We so you say like you kind of you take towards Halloween maybe you think you got some kind of sentimental value that reminds you of that exactly because she had all of them she had she had all kinds of all the Jasons because now all that all I think Chuckies, about it I remember man. I remember when I think I was early in high school or early in college or late in high school I remember Halloween was coming around and you was adamant about passing out candy. You remember we passed out candy at your Can we crib. tell that story? Yeah, go ahead. We, I think I was lit. We got loaded, bro. I don't know why we went to my house. You was sitting in my dad's chair. You was laid all the way back. We was eating the damn candy we supposed to be passing out. We was watching Halloween, and you had shades on. Yeah, I remember so that. that just gave it away automatically. That I was high. And my dad came in and said, what the hell y'all out here doing? <laughs> candy wrappers is everywhere. <laughs> Breathing hard. Breathing hard. Ain't even moving. We ate down there all the candy we were supposed to pass we out. We might have passed out two butterflies. No, I think, I honestly, yeah. Because <laughs> they ain't no good. The extra ones, yeah. yeah the butterfingers. We kept yeah, I remember that shit. Because I know, I remember we did hit the porch for a little second. And I remember them shades, too. Yeah. That's ugly. 
Old school shit. Old school. Old school shit. What well, yeah, for sure. That's that's the time of the season. Like, I don't know. What, I remember also, uh, I had to be in elementary school. And my parents would go to work at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. So they dropped me off by my auntie house. And I catch the bus and go to school from there. I remember walking into my damn auntie house, bro. She and her watching Freddy or something. I think she just watching. I think it's probably AMC or something. And she's getting ready to go to work herself. Bro, Freddy came through with them claws in the cave. That stuff didn't scare you? Scared the shit out of me. I remember, <laughs> like, I remember it to the point like it scared the shit out of me, bro. So it's kind of like awkward. Awkward to me because it's like, why do I like scary movies? So, so you you one of them do? Are you are you a person that can watch scary movies by themselves? That's what I'm about to do when I go to the crib. Like watch scary movies by yourself. Yeah. To me, bro, that that's it. My I can't do that, bro. Yeah. The only way I watch scary movies is if somebody else is in the room. <laughs> and I'm 26. Yeah. And that's a I true don't know story, what it is, bro. It's this was actually not that long ago, like a couple weeks ago. So you be cuddled up, chilling at your crib by yourself, nobody in there, and you all the lights off, all watching the, the scary movie, just chilling. Like Hills Have Eyes or something. I watched that the other day too, by yourself, by myself. HBO just got that on it, I think. HBO. That movie traumatized. That movie man. got you traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> it was something about that nigga with the big head that was laid back in the chair oh, like that. Oh, say it. I said, "Mama, turn that shit off." And my mom used to watch scary movies all oh, the time. My goodness, bro, I know exactly. But she what wanted part on people too, about. where you got to be around people to watch them. Bro, I ain't gonna. I feel I like she was trying to. I ain't even gonna flex, bro. I don't know what movie I was watching the other day. But I'm in there and I'm in the crib and I'm laid back and I'm watching it by myself. All the lights is off. I'm just chilling. And you know how your toilet start doing like that look. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah. Did it scare you? <laughs> bro, I had it turned all the way up and there's no noise. So I'm sitting back and it's like at the height of a scary part. And I'm like, oh, shit, he around the corner, he around the corner. Then I heard, <laughs> and I look down the hallway and it's pitch black. I said, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That kind of did get so me. So you was kind of caught off guard, I though. I said, what the fuck? I've been sitting here for an hour and a half watching the movie. They ain't heard <laughs> did nothing. Did you pause the movie? I ain't got no lines. Did you pause going. the movie? Hell yeah, I paused the movie. <laughs> I said, what, what was that? <laughs> you was scared a little bit. I got up. I, I turned some lights on. I walked in the bathroom, and then the toilet was doing that little... It's a little gurgling yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking I about. I said, ain't this a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> scared than a motherfucker. I thought it was OV, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I thought the nigga was in so the So you kind of like scaring yourself, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. But so you like being scared or you just like I, the- I can't say I Like really, the adrenaline rush of like- Kind of like an adrenaline rush, but I don't- I wouldn't even classify it as like I get scared. I just feel like I get kind of like heightened, like in a rush. Like you So know you I'm like that, though? Yeah, yeah. Like being- like I get kind of anxious because I, I, I know it's a movie, bro. Like it's just a movie. Like, goddamn. What I, what you, you think gonna happen? Man, Jamma, bro. It's a I've, movie, and bro. I've tried to consciously like think about it like that, and I still I just I, I'm not built like that, bro. It, I can't watch a scary movie. I, matter of fact, now after this podcast, I'm gonna try it, cause I don't like saying I can't do stuff. Right. So now I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try watching it, and it's gonna be Hills Have Eyes. I'm gonna watch it by myself. That's a tough one, bro. At nighttime. That's a tough one. To, to break yourself into And my house is creepy too Cause you be hearing like Creaks and stuff yeah, like yeah. that See, Yeah yeah see When your house is Like yeah. th this wall I'm looking at It's like a Stained wooden wall Like Especially when it's getting cold It's just gonna creak more Yeah exactly Yeah 
This is October is a good year, a part of the year. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like it's sweater weather is what I call it. I like. You know that. what I'm saying? I like winter clothes and cooler clothes. I like to get up and make me a hot cup of Joe or a hot cup of uh, green tea. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And get active mm-hmm. in the morning and handle my business. And it's something about I don't know. The warm Joe or whatever, just warming up your body, but it being cold outside. Yeah, yeah, something though. about it, it that. It feels bro. good. Just like comforting. Yeah, yeah, it's very comforting. Very. It reminds me of me being a kid. Yeah. But uh, my current events. Um, today, bro, I went and scheduled my classes for school, nigga. Oh shoot. Yeah, I'm about. I told you I'm about to quit this job. Where you about bro. to be in school at? Ivy Tech for sure. Hey, yeah. if you catch Ivy cash Tech. cuts in your Ivy Tech class, yeah, Ivy Tech you better sure. say what's Nah, they up. say most of it's going to be online, online. anyways, yeah, because yeah, you know the whole COVID stuff and all that. But yeah, I started in January, so I'll probably quit my job in March. It's big lit. We in there. It's Software development. It's big lit. I'm just trying something that'll make some decent money. Yeah, Plan yeah. B, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's about it with me. That's about it with what me. What you going to do, two years? Nah. How long uh, does it take? They said it's a uh, two-year program, but you know how I, because I went to school previously. Mm-hmm. So 12 of those credits actually transferred. So they said a year and a half. I, they said, honestly, I could be done within 15 months. It's big lit. So you know what I'm saying? It's I, big lit, I was going to quit because all I got to do is make it's it 15 months. Yeah, 15 months. And I got my 401k money, and I, I'll be in the barbershop. Don't tap into that money, though, if you don't have nah, to. No, I'm not. I'm not. But I mean, I'll be in the shop too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I yeah. can still, I'll make money off yeah. that. So I'll figure shit out. And that should help you too get your clientele up. Exactly. Are you gonna do night classes or what? It's all online. So that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, I'm trying to plug you in your shop in right now. When you gonna be in the shop? When you gonna be? I'm gonna be in the shop all through the day. I'm gonna be in the shop from open to close. Okay. I'm in there all day. I mean, especially when it's my full time job. Right, right. I'm in there all day, every day. And get in you, the truck. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and bag Exactly, and exactly. I don't exactly. know what he said after I'm excited that. about that, man. For real, I felt I went and scheduled classes, which it was kind of odd, man, because we went all the way to the Ivy Tech building. Sellersburg? Yeah, Sellersburg. All them police up there? Yeah, they, I don't, why they always got so many I police I think it's like there? a state trooper uh, facility up there yeah. or something. Yeah, it's odd because it seemed like a police station when you grow up. I think it is one up there, but I'm not sure if it's. Am I going to school or am I going to court? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we go up to the front desk and we had to uh, register or whatever and sign in or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here to uh, sign up for class. And she's like, cool, okay, who are you looking for? I give her the name. So I'm waiting to get called back in the back, man. So a woman comes out front and she's like, "Uh, what is your name? And I gave her my name, and she said, well, what is your phone number? Can you give us your phone number? And I, was, I gave her my phone number. She said, well, your advisor will be calling you on the phone. Just make sure you answer it. So they call me on the phone like they trying to schedule the classes on the phone, but I'm at the building. So he calls me, and I'm like, so is this how we schedule classes? Like, we do it on the phone? I said, so really, I don't have to be here. Like, to so me, you were still there when they called you? Yeah, like I'm in the same but building I, as him. I get it, though. It I just kind of, it's, it's COVID time, stuff got yeah. everything messed it's up, It's a different bro. time right now. I said, babe, I said, so really we don't have to be here. And he was like, no, I mean, if you have somewhere to go, go, you can go ahead and go. And I'm like, so what I, I feel like I really drove here for nothing. Cause we could have just did this from the crib. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like over the phone too, you ain't getting the full effect of it, your options. Exactly. 
because it's kind of like you and can play- do A or B versus I know when I enrolled in college and I was enrolling in my classes, I got a list of shit I could take. Exactly. Like, and it's I'm so looking much, at the person it's not and I'm like, personal, I can ask them, what is this? And they tell me what this is and exactly. how long this take and give me more information exactly. than what meets the eye. It's something right. about over the phone, you just, you don't yeah. get those details like yeah. what you could in person. I don't even like talking on the phone. I hate it. I hate it. So we try, we got that chopped up as fast as possible. He but got yeah, you through. That's what he yeah, did. Yeah, he, he got me up in and out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I start January. Thank y'all for y'all support, man. Hopefully everything go go well. He be programming your software here shortly. Yeah, them dudes make good money. They bro. do. They do. They make like mm-hmm. eighty to eighty to like a hundred and thirty thousand. Mm-hmm. And I don't even really plan on doing it, but if I could build my own apps, bro, I mean that's a yeah, that's a you see. I'm yeah. looking at it like that from a technical point of view. If I can build an app for somebody, you can solve a problem. Somebody need apps, you know. I do mm-hmm. that as a side hustle. You just gotta know how to do it, and that can get you into some jobs. That's just like so. I like I like I was thinking as I'm looking at it like shoot, okay, I can work for myself, but if I'm ever down on down bad on money or whatever, I can go get a job making good money. Yeah, apps is, and the, apps is back. the future. Like, yeah, you should. I'm just trying to prepare. It's like you can press a button with an icon that'll take you to a whole different world. Exactly. Exactly. So, that's a good way of putting it. I mean, I like it. That. I'm gonna take that. You can't take that. You can click an icon and just feel like it take you to a whole different world. I nah, like you that. can't have that. But I can't have. Nah, it. you said you that's yours. That's you trademark. Didn't even ask for it. You just can said I, I'm going to take I, it. Can I have that? No. Oh uh, well, it's all. You should have. You should have asked first. You know what I mean? He's taking a little drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I got one week left. <laughs> then y'all gonna get a little bit of that silly back. You feel me? Yeah, but it's all good. You tuned back. into Cash Talk. We hear, we hear, we hear, we hear, we hear. Boy, so man, looking at the board, because usually we start the day and we try to brainstorm ideas, or really throughout the week we kind of brainstorm ideas. And then when we actually do link up, we write it all on the board. Yeah. He has his points, I have my points, and we just get to them as we go. So uh, I'm looking at this board, boy, and it says Weekend Vibes. S-P-K-Y-S-Z-N Spooky season, bro That's kind of what we was just talking about Okay, well just fill me in Like, what you been on this weekend? What have I been on? Yeah Nothing really exciting at all Not no spooky spooky season I mean, we kicked it yesterday That wasn't exciting Oh, yeah Uh, Rough and Rowdy We watched Rough and Rowdy That was pretty (laughs) funny, bro You forgot all about that already No, I really didn't But that show is hilarious Yeah, shout out Barstool Sports Barstool Sports They're the ones that make the They're the ones that make the uh, Pink Whitney, actually Really? Yeah That's They hustling Well, it's Amsterdam But it's a Barstool drink Like Barstool version Ads dope. Yeah, the next time the next time we have some Pink Whitney, I'll show you they love Oh, so is that how you learned about it? Yeah. That's dope yeah. as hell. That's dope. Because I like, actually like as, them, dude. As soon as we turned cool it on, hell. you was cracking up. You was like, I can already tell. They, they goofy, silly. yeah. Like, they you silly dudes. You by their yeah, posture. Exactly. But yeah, it was pretty good. I know a lot of people probably don't know about Rough and Rowdy, but... I know this is the first You won't be disappointed. Boy, this is the first... Last night, that was the first time I ever seen a midget fight. <laughs> that was And I <laughs> Y'all gotta watch this show Hey dude. bro don't do that bro Did we not watch a midget fight They was They was going at it 
I won five dollars. It was it. short. Yeah, he did. He ended up getting me for five. No, we broke even because I got fixed some clippers. Yeah, that's the only way I broke even. Oh shit. Yeah, party foul. He's he's dropping drinks, <laughs> bruh. Okay, I think this is like episode. Boy, can you take over real fast, man? I gotta clean this up. All right? I got you. I got you. I think this is like episode ten or eleven. And all the way up, I think we need to put like a tally on this board because all the way up, all the way right now, Cash has spilled two drinks. The last drink he spilled was probably my favorite moment on Cash Talk because he spilled this drink all over somebody else. <laughs> I did. Bro, you spilled it all over Elijah, bro. Did How he you... get pissed? Nah, he was cracking up. Man. He be in this thing lit, bro. I be just in here just trying for myself, man. I don't know how I did that. That's disrespectful. Anyways, man, back to it. So, uh, what else, Bowie? Talk to me. Talk you to you me. was asking. I meant to say something about it too. You was asking me about my uh, scary movies and the vibes. What did I wear into your house today? Man, dude, be tripping. <laughs> so look, cause I'm. Uh, we had a schedule for him to come over. Of course, we usually do this every Saturday. So, um. I heard a knock on the window because I'm waiting for him. I heard a knock on the window, and I know it's him, so I don't even look back. I just kind of wave, like, because the window's open. I'm like, come in. So uh, I heard another knock. He ain't came in yet, so I turned back, and it's a dude with a Jason mask on. <laughs> At first, I feel like if I had turned around instantly the first time, you would have got me. <laughs> but I kind of already knew you, already you was there. Was yeah, me. yeah. So if I had turned around the first time, you would have got mm-hmm. it. Kind of startled me still yeah, a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, what the fuck going on? <laughs> but yeah, he had a whole Jason mask on, and yeah. my dog loves it. Yeah, I don't. I, I thought I was gonna scare his ass. Yeah, you yeah. can't scare him too easily. Yeah. But yeah, he had the whole Jason mask, man, which was funny. It's spooky season, bro. It's spooky season. I, ain't, I I usually try to scare, like get a good scare in on somebody. I ain't got one yet. So. I feel like you and OG, I feel like y'all probably be in there like pranking each other all the time, don't you? Nah. Y'all nah. don't at all? You got to think, bro. He works third shift. So y'all work the two I work the first shift, yeah. Shifts. So when I get home, he's leaving. When he gets home. So I'm it leaving. essentially makes it feel like y'all have the it, house to it, yourself. It, bro, it's lit, bro, yeah. Because my, my rent ain't that much, so yeah, it's lit. That's dope, though. Saving up for the crib. And that make things work even better, for yeah, real. Yeah, for, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Feel like you got your own personal for sure. space. And then when you can whoop the other person, I mean, you ain't really got no problems. But you're a bully anyway, so nah, yeah. Nah, I ain't. I'm cool. Boy, he's, he's a bully, y'all. He's a big-time bully. What's this OG game, man? Grass ain't greener. I thought you'd probably catch on to that. I want to know. <laughs> What's some game a OG has probably given you? Oh, that has stuck with you and proved valid, such as the grass ain't greener on the other side. Like that saying, what's an OG saying that an OG has probably said to you Ooh. that you've been like, like it really hit and made it, sense. It, yeah. Dang, boy. I mean, that's a that's, that's a, something not that's a good like that's one. something you low key got to prep. Cause that's that's something one. you I I got to brainstorm at like. Is there something you got in mind or yeah, something yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me one. So I was talking to this OG one time, and uh, him and his lady was having some problems or something. And uh, I guess like it was to the point where she was ready to hit the gas on things, and he was still 
taking it kind of slower. He was kind of moving his feet slow for her, I guess. And she told him, well, if you don't marry me by the time I'm this age, somebody will. And he took it as like, you don't give a fuck if you marry me. You're not telling me you want to marry me. You're just telling me you want to be married by this time. It's a deadline. So like, yeah, like it's, I mean, it's kind of like an ultimatum, but at the end of the day, she said, it don't matter who in the fuck you marry as long as you marry. So how you going to sit here and tell me you love me and you won't be with me when you don't care who you marry by this time? You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, I think we should be married by this time. I want to be married to you. You the one I it's want. It's kind of like looking at a person as like a milestone. Like, you see what I'm exactly, saying? It's not exactly. necessarily about me. It's about you accomplishing this milestone. Your goal, yeah. That's crazy. That, like that's that's a dope one, ain't it? He told me that, and I was like, damn, dog, I never thought about it like that. Because, oh, you know, you always hear people putting numbers on stuff and, like, and not necessarily say, hey, this. So the <laughs> ultimate game that you got from this was what? what? What was the ultimate game, like, from within the She wasn't the for him. In the sense of why? She didn't give a fuck who she married. She just knows she won't be married by 35 or 45 or whatever it is. She not telling you, like, because what if I'm uh, what if i like, I'm, I'm with somebody. You know, if the shoe's on the other foot, it would be a problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know how it is. Yeah. But if the shoe's on the other foot and, and I said something like that, you'd be, like, ready to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Factual. Yeah, so he feel like he kind of held her accountable for. Well, it sounded like he did the right thing, and that's some good game. Yeah, they OG didn't work game. out, but that's OG game. OG game. But I got all kind of game from OGs, bro. Come on, get, keep giving me game. Cause I, you, I know one of your one of your stories is gonna inspire like something, some game that I got. Cause I'm really, I'm not even really filtering through, cause ain't nothing really hit me yet. But I've had, I got helly. Like, like I feel like even as a young cat, we was like always with the older guys. You see what I'm factual, saying? Factual, factual. So like, rather it be at the court hooping, rather it be like, I used to uh, hang with my dad, and we used to go to the block, and he, you know what I'm saying, chill with his friends. They might have a kid or two out there. Me and them throwing football, playing football, walk to the store. They out there chilling, playing dominoes. But you know you're gonna have an encounter with them. Exactly And even though you're a kid You need to listen to what they talking about Respecting your elders Because they sure. been through Everything that you probably about to go through I mean That's just factual That's some of the best advice I've gotten though Is uh Really uh Now that you say that Is uh And I tell other people the same thing Is when I was Actually when I was locked up I had an OG I was not long when I was locked up when I was like 19, 20. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like 19, 20 years old. But when I finally hit prison, I think I, I had just turned 21. And I met this guy named Roger Haywood. And he was 65 years old. In the joint. In the joint. 65. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And and I was known in the joint is like, I mean, I did my little hustling thing, but I just did my own thing. Like, right. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really trying to click up with nobody. I, it's just I And do. this was Monroe County, right? Nah, this is in uh, uh Westville. Okay. Westville, uh this is actually in prison. Westville is up by uh Chicago. Okay. So me, I mean I would drink that I would drink at coffee mm -hmm. and I'd like write music and just 
Let me do my little hustling and stuff. Right. And then I would hang out with Roger. He was the only, like, or the Muslims. But right. other than that, like, he was one of the only dudes I really hung out with. And I remember he just, he opened my mind up to, like, OG game. I mean, he, he told me that I was way wiser than the circumstances. And also, that's the first time I had ever heard that you always need to take a sponge with you. And I was like, take a sponge with me. He was like, young and go think about it for a while. Talk, we'll talk about it tomorrow. We ain't got nothing but time. And the whole time you in your cell, you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is, he used to give me these lessons all the time. Like, it made me feel like, a, uh, it sounds like some movie stuff, but it's a true story, you uh -huh. know, like, like some uh, Mr. Muwagi type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because he'd be like, Mr. Right, who? What, what's the, uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Miyagi. Miyagi. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Muwagi. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, he used to give me like he would just pick my brain and just make me think. And he's like, "Yeah, just make sure you always take your sponge with you." I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like, always? he said, "Man, just think about it." So I finally came back. I could never figure it out. And he's like, "Just make sure you always take your sponge everywhere you go." And he said, "The reason why I say that is because you always want to be able to soak up game, and you can learn something from even the dumbest motherfucker." You can, yeah. And after that, like I was just like. That's true though. Yeah. You can. You know what I'm saying? That that's probably the biggest OG game I've got that I can think of as of now that really like stuck with me. Yeah. To the point where like Because you ain't closed minded in yeah, any situation. Exactly, exactly. And it helps you to relate to other people even if you don't agree, which we do a lot on this podcast. Factual. So I got I got another one that made me think when you was talking about uh I was working at this furniture company. I remember you were And uh they had a they had an old man there, his name was Mr. Buck, I think Buck. And what he would do was like he would pack the cardboard, get the forklift and recycle and do like little jobs around the warehouse. Well what we would do was load up trucks and go to Indianapolis, go north, Illinois, wherever somewhere Kentucky and deliver furniture. So uh like around the time when I got in there like, you know what I'm saying? I I mean, I was probably 18, 19. I'm working hard, doing a little bit more. You could tell just trying to, like, not necessarily make an impression, but be noticed. Because uh -huh. this was, like, one of my first jobs that is, like. trying to make it. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. It known, like, I'm yeah. Doing, I'm here. If I need something done, I won't call him because when the money come around, I want to be in that number. You feel what I'm saying? Factual, factual. That was always my mentality. I ain't no question. Evaluation come up, ain't no question about you. We're going to get you the max because we're going to keep you happy. Factual. But uh, anyway, I'm in there and I'm kind of working hard and everything. And me and him would always chop it up. Older dude. Yeah. So he came to me one day and this is how he talked. He said, Young, come here, let me holler at you, Young. <laughs> I'm like, What's up, Mr. Buck? He said, Young, let me tell you something. A man with a broke back, same as a man with a broke dick. <laughs> listen, listen. He said, Man with a broke back. Same as a man with a broke dick. You can't work. You can't fuck. She gonna leave you, young. And I'm like, what's he talking about? It took me a second, but it's like... Chill out. Chill out, bro. Like, <laughs> you ain't trying to do too much, bro. I done seen dudes hurt they back in here. You trying to pick up couches and shit by yourself, bro. You ain't gotta do all That's that, young. That's dope game. I like that. Man with a broke back, same as a man with a broke dick. You're worthless. You can't, basically yeah, what that's what he's saying. You're worthless. That's what he's saying. So he's, he's like, chill out, don't make yourself worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your job. That's all you got to do. Stop trying to do everybody's job. Factual. But yeah, that's... That's game, game. That's game, yeah. OG game. The grass ain't <laughs> but, always uh, greener. 
I'm looking at it too, like what you were saying, like, because one day, Lord willing, I hope to be an OG and be able to give game and knowledge. But I'm already looking at it like, because technically we still young, but the youngest up under us, I I'm looking at them. I look at them sometimes, and I, I think from an OG perspective, probably looking at us, I was in your shoes at one point. You Fact think you finna fool me? Factual. I guarantee you I know more than about how this world worked than Factual, you. Factual, yeah. And that's always what they would tell us when we were young. And, and it's we so, still looking and at And it's so like, crazy to reflect back to see, like, some of the game that you was given as a kid and how much you just took it with a grain of salt to see now from an older point of view how accurate they were. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? It exactly. really, like, be messing me up. Like, they do. Man, like some of the stuff I be going through, this dude told me about at 10 years old. And I said, man, you old, like, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. I see you walk to work every day. What is you talking about? Like, you don't I'm know what you, like, exactly. Yeah, I'm better off than you. Factual. So, Factual. But, hey, like a fine wine. It get you better get better with time like a watch. <laughs> On life. All right, so, hey. I want to ask you a question, boo. You know, I always like, I like picking your brain, bro. Because you look at things differently than I do sometimes. I think you just like messing with me, but sometimes. I like fucking with you, too. That That is part of it. I like getting you a little hype. Get, get you in your bag. But I want to ask you, uh, what kind of courage, what benefits does a man get from looking himself in the mirror and being honest with himself on what he sees? What are the benefits of that? You ever lied to yourself? All the I, I used to always lie to myself. You ever lied to yourself? Oh, I used to always do. Now, that. what kind of effect does that have in the long run? I mean, I know it's always got to come out. It's always got to come out, whether it's whatever it is. It always has to come out, bro. What do you mean it always has to come out? Even if you lie to yourself and you get over it, and you like, okay, we done with that, bro. Like. The type of person I am, the type of person you are, you are always going to hold yourself accountable for that. So accountability, that's what I mean. Like, it's always like, it's like it's sitting on your shoulders. So you are you are you saying like you can lie to yourself? And what I've, you, I used to always say is I can lie to myself, but still at the end of the day, I can probably fool Tyrus. I can probably fool, fool Bowie. But I can't fool, fool my, me Exactly bro You just you, you, Hey you ate that up Pounding 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 We pounded it up right now I just you got some pounds right But That's you exactly see what I'm saying what I mean. It's because You can try to look yourself in the mirror And lie to yourself But at the end of the day You know You are lying I can't to lie yourself to myself every You know day. that exactly. Maybe a day or two And then it's like Okay come on bro Like Come on man You know that was your yeah. fault Or you know You, you know you, you know. I can't gank myself bro Come on now bro But do you not and that kind of leads into this is I feel like we're kind of the world is kind of led astray in the sense of kind of off the back of this, too, is we have people in the world that just kind of fool themselves and just I don't see how I guess me being what kind of person I am, how people how it's so normal for people to just lie to themselves. And it becomes like an accepted trend. norm. And it becomes a trend. You know, like because I, I know people like. Dope fiends that say they not dope fiends or like I just don't see how people ignore the truth so much. How? So what do you think? What do you think it takes for a person to really ignore the truth about themselves? What do you think they're doing or their process? I feel like 
to a certain extent, it's in some people's DNA not to hold their self. And, and, and I mean this, I don't mean like my father, my whatever DNA, but it's just, that's just something that's in you. Like, for instance, I'm not a good liar anyway. Like, especially to somebody like, Pounded. especially to somebody like, Pounded. You know, what do I look like lying I'm a terrible liar. to my mama and every day I got to look her in the eye and she's asking me, uh, what happened? And I got to, re- and I got to lie, like keep dragging this lie out. But I know people like that. They can do that. And our professionals and our professionals, you know, what made me but give a, up at what? give up lying is not only did I realize I was a terrible liar is that I've realized like when you lie, it seemed like people always kind of ask you about now I lied to you two months ago. Yeah. And now you asking me two months later, what did you say happened? It. And I don't even know what the fuck I said. It. You just trying to get out of it. So it? now I'm over here trying to remember what I said. And then you like, hold up. You didn't say that last time. Now I know I'm called up. Now what do you do? You just look stupid. But I feel like going back to your question, like the courage it takes to look yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself. I feel like that's a snowball rolling downhill. Once you do that a couple of times and you see the benefits of it, then you're going to adjust and maybe change your ways and be like, like it's telling the truth thing ain't so what, bad, bro. What, it's telling what, the what truth are, what thing. What are some of what are some of the benefits? I mean, I mean like, as you being a person that is honest with yourself, what is some of the benefits you've seen? I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it fit me. So the first of the month, I always got that on my back, like I need to pay the rent. After I pay that rent, that's not on my back no more. Now, next, what do I need to do? So it's like steps that I can take to... So you're saying by being honest with yourself, it, it you grow. It relieves pressure from you, but it allows you... It frees you up and allows you to put your focus on to something else that matters. Beautifully worded. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully Pound worded. him up. Pound him up. Pound him I got some, up. Hey, that's three pounds in Pound a row. Pound him up, boy, yeah. boy. But that's... I mean... That's why I put that question down, but you literally said everything I was thinking. That that but I, I feel like like once you're lying to yourself, like like you said, it's something that you always you're carrying that weight. So go ahead and put that in the backpack. Go ahead and put that in the backpack. So now you got all these things in the backpack that eventually you have to take out and say, Okay, I need to deal with this. So imagine you reaching that backpack and you like, she ain't nothing in her. I done dealt with everything. Now what can you do? Five sure. Now you can focus on something that you want that, to focus on. I couldn't have said it any better. Because what I, I, I've actually kind of said exactly what you said, but I compared it to skeletons in a closet. Mm-hmm. It's don't just keep bunching it up and just throwing them away, throwing them away like I'll deal with it later. Because yeah. the thing is, you have to deal with it. One day or it's just going to eat you up and mess you up. You're not going to be able to enjoy your life. Nah, you're not. Because you got people that deal with depression or just they whole or drugs. And you know... Honestly, I'm not no psychiatrist or anything like that, but that's just a built uh, uh, a level of demons built up that have not been dealt with. Right. And there's no telling what kind of corner you're going to turn and have to deal with that skeleton. It's, it's like be a bull in pot, man. Eventually, you got to take that lid off, man. It is. And let that pressure come off. And by looking yourself in the mirror and being honest with yourself, you're dealing with those demons. So how I see it and what inspired me to do that is if I deal with it now, I may not enjoy it. I know I'm not going to enjoy it. But how I look at it is at the end of the day, once I'm over it, that's one less demon in my closet. That's one less. Because I've came to terms with it. Now what's next? Now what's next? Let's keep it going. Now you see what's what I'm next? saying? Let's exactly. keep it going. 
You got to deal with them as they come because you if, can't stop. It's there. like chores around the house. If I don't never clean up my house and I'm going to do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. Then before you, you knew it, it was just it was just company and everybody walking in your house. Or like, it was just hell? one piece of paper on the floor. You've been putting it off for a month. Now your whole house is trash. Uh huh. But if you would have just dealt with that one piece of paper every time it came, you would have been straight. Right, right. You right. You see what I'm saying? You would have been strizzy. Factual. That's a, that was a, I like, I like talking about that one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was one, that was one thing that I actually did heavily, uh, that's really what kind of forced me to start growing mm-hmm. within myself is really just looking at myself. Holding yourself very, accountable. And, and, and really looking at myself and stop bullshitting myself. Right. Cause I feel like when I was having the roughest time in my life it's because I, it, it was a direct, a, di- a direct result of me like bullshitting myself and lying to myself. Yeah. Even though I knew the truth. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So really, and this is my 100% like experience with this myself is once I really just kept it 100 with myself, shit started getting better. The bad days don't stop, but still you, you grow within yourself. So if I can encourage any of y'all, the listeners, the viewers, whatever, just man, keep it. Look yourself in the mirror and just be honest with yourself, man. It'll help you in the long run. It will, for sure. For quit, sure. For quit sure. piling them skeletons in that closet. That closet's full. You can't fit no more nothing else in there. <laughs> Talk to me, so boy, what's man. Next, bro. We got a personal trait you can't shake. Now we kind of did cover this, like a a trait you got from your parents or whatever that you. Might not know you had or whatever, but a personal trait that it's like, man, I I wish I could get better at this or this, this and that. But it's just like you can't seem to shake it. I got a lot of those. What you got for me? I got a lot of those uh, personal traits I can't shake. Uh, I got a lot of personal traits I try to shake. It could be negative. It could be to the point where it's not negative, but it's just like you can't shake it and you don't know why it bothers you so much. I'm very, I'm hyper aware of people's vibes. Mm-hmm. And that's a personal trait. I feel like I try to like, uh, it's a personal trait that kind of hinders me because I feel like I'm always on the verge of just trying to catch somebody else's vibe. I don't know if that's even a trait. Would you consider that a trait? Or I kind of get where you're going with it, but I, I feel like you're saying like it consumes you to the point you can't focus on the task at hand. Factual. Is that what it is? Yeah, exactly. And like it makes focus me focus on why is why is he keep moving? Why is he keep looking around? He, exactly, like, exactly, exactly. I don't. I, so it kind of takes away the level of presentness. I get what you're saying, but to a certain extent, oh. it's like necessary. Cause in certain, you don't want to be caught off guard in a situation that it's like, bro. If I would have just, I played football my whole life, so I was always taught keep your head on the swivel. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I, I want to be cognizant and uh, cautious of my aware of what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I want to know what's going on. Not necessarily how you feeling or how, but but I get what you're saying because I read vibes too, like. If it's a negative vibe in the room, like, you know what I'm saying? I know you done been around two people that it's like, they got beef. And it's unspoken, but you feel but it. But you know. And you be you doing even, that too? You don't even know, like, you feel me? You can just feel you But can you feel can it. just tell, like, they not looking at each other. And I be watching shit, like, when he walked in the room, 
he pounded everybody and then looked at him and just like, you know what I'm saying? It was nothing. That's like, crazy. I thought that was something. Somebody don't like somebody here. Something yeah, going what's on. going on? Like, here? yeah, yeah. I don't want to be around that. It's some Because I don't got nothing to do with that. Yeah. And even if you my mans and he my mans and y'all don't like each other, I'm fucking grown, bro. I'm not about to pick a side. That's that on y'all, bro. That has nothing to do with I'm me. I'm cool with both of y'all. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm supposed to not like you? Because he don't like you. What's that sound like? It's a follower. That's a follower. What does that sound like? That is a follower. <laughs> he said, that's a follower. That is a follower. Now, if I don't know you and homie don't like you. <laughs> that's the homie. That's yeah. the homie. That's, that's the different. Homie. I'm not going to get But to I know you. you and he don't like you, so I'm supposed to say... Nah, that's between like, y'all. That's between y'all, bro. Because at the end of the day, what happened when y'all end up squashing that? You feel and me? And I'm over here picked aside. And, and I've been wanting to fight you for two weeks now <laughs> because Talk he didn't like. You. Oh no, y'all cool now. So shoot, we shoot, cool. We cool no, too. No, no it don't, don't work, work like, like that, that. Uh-uh. because if something pop off, I know who side you on. It factual. You know, I'm not trying to. You feel factual, me? Factual, factual. So what's a personal trait that you can't shake? Talk to me. I'm interested in knowing A this. personal trait that I can't shake. Besides food. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> that was a deep one. You caught me off guard because I was thinking. I ain't even got no comeback, bro. My you, bad. You my bad. Hey, I take, that, that, back. I take that, that back. I take that back. I take that back. But uh, a personal trait that I can't shake, I feel like I need to work on forgiveness. I have a hard time forgiving people. I have a very hard time forgiving people. I, I hold grudges. Why do you think you do that? If you could like target, I, I try feel to like I feel like to be honest, when people do you how you would never do them, it hurts. Because it's like I would never do you like that. Why would you do that to me? Like why would you sleep on me like that? Like why would you? You feel me? And then I'm supposed to just act like everything. I'm just supposed to eat that. Like, nah, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, factual. So it's like when people do me a certain way and I'm like, bro, I would never do you like that. So how do you how do you deal with when you don't forgive somebody? I wash right? my hands with them. Because I, I, I mean, and for me, it's the, just how I am and how, and this is this is a trait I can't shake. Like, this is something I know I you need to work shake. on. You can shake. I know, I know. But this is just something I know I need to work on. I feel like my best course of action is to not be around you. For one, I don't want to give you energy and you already show me who I who you were. But at the same time, it's just the <laughs> the way I'm kind of set up is like, bro, you so might can say I ask something you a wrong and you yeah, might, I'm be, about knock you your might head have to go off. to sleep, bro. <laughs> yeah, now I got to go sit down. So I'm about to knock your head off. And then I got to go sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean So though, okay bro. My thing is is uh, Cause you said forgiveness If somebody does something That you like Man I wouldn't have did that before, Did that to you or something Have you In your personal experience Have you ever actually Went to the person And talked about what happened And then you cut them off Cause the conversation Didn't go well Or do you just be like This happened I don't fuck with that I'm Both done. I've done both Which one do you feel like Is the better way to handle it I mean, it depended on the situation because I know the the quote unquote right thing to do. What's the right is thing? to talk to somebody. Okay, exactly. But uh, to a certain extent, Brad, like we don't need to talk. If if you if you cut me that deep, we don't need to talk. 
Okay. My I, best I, course I, of action is to wash my hands with you, bro. Cause I kind of I see I do see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's certain things where okay, if you blatantly fuck me, yeah, I know when I'm blatantly being fucked. Yeah, that tell me you don't care. But I feel like if it's something where you did something, but maybe it's something you probably didn't know you did at, then okay. Depending right. on the magnitude. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. I'm for sure, for sure, for sure. Because sometimes you just know that you blatantly got Some fucked. of that shit hit the Richter scale and people be like, you know what I'm saying? They act like you just supposed to eat that because y'all cool. Y'all been cool forever. But how I see it is if you really rock with me, you wouldn't want me to take that anyway. You wouldn't do me like that, bro. Exactly. If you really rock with me, you will have my best interest in mind and you would want to see me succeed how I want to see you succeed. Usually, you know, I would try to come with some kind of pointers, but... Uh... Seeing that I think we on the same page is just a magnitude and a level of uh, things that can be done where you handle each situation mm-hmm. differently. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't really, I kind of agree with you. You know, I feel like you didn't want to agree with me. You wanted at to first, kinda, I, yeah, you kind of wanted to pick my brain and have me but sit I, and but think. I'm and, gonna give it to you. Yeah, though. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna give it to I, you. I, I, I get it. I can't, though, I can't, but, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it for sure. You ever sure. feel like that sometimes? What like? Forgiving people, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like you in a in a sense of that, and even trying to sit here and try to give you and tell you what the like the best way to do things is. I kind of do that myself. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody do me wrong, I'm a distance person. I just disappear. That's how I am. That's how I am. Like, and, and just wash not, my hands with you. Just like, not even. I ain't even gonna say really wash my hands. It's just like if I get burnt or something like that. I just. It's not even really about you. It's just I got to deal with that for myself. It's right. not that I wash my hands with you. It's just that I have to come to a solution within me that makes me feel better. Right. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. But why I'm using the term as I wash my hands with you is because I feel like I'm a positive enough person that it's like if you trying to do something like I'm going to I, like I feel like I'm a great friend. Like I'm going to be honest. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but if you're trying to do something, if I got it, you know what I'm saying, and I can help you, I'm going to do that. It like whatever it is, like I've introduced people that have helped people take them to different levels and do different stuff just off the strength. You know what I'm saying? Just because I rock with you, and if I can do that, if I can be that vessel for you, I'm doing that, not for me at all, for exactly. you. Yeah, it's nothing to so do with if you. you got the audacity to do me some type of way. And I'm willing to stick my neck out on the line for you. And what does that say? Like, why do I need to contribute more energy toward your? So, cause? do you feel like you get do you get more out of it by just washing your hands, or do you think you would get more out of it of getting answers and closure? Because listening and talking about it, I feel like at the end of the day, you can wash your hands with somebody because you have that right. If somebody's not a good person for your life, then you have every right to just be done with it. But it's a difference when you say you wash your hands with somebody and you carrying that weight around That's with you. That's where I was you. about to go. If, if, if I see put what I'm the saying? skeleton in my closet to where it's like exactly. somebody got to deal with it, exactly. That's going back to the point that we made. But if I if, if I So is this say, something where it's not a skeleton in your closet? Right. You have no ill feelings towards it? Or nothing like that, because if you still have ill feelings and other things built up against it, then it's something you it's it's worth re it's, it's, revisiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you carrying it around with you. I see what you're saying. And at the end of the day, they say a grudge or vengeance is like drinking poison and hurt and hoping somebody else dies from it. 
It's insane. Right. So when I'm going to walk around every goddamn day and hate you and hope one day something bad happens happens to you. you. Right, right. It doesn't affect them. It affects me. I feel like I'm I'm half accomplishing what we talked about then because it's like I'm, I'm getting like out of that situation, but I'm not totally dealing with that situation. Like that's what like just this conversation on this topic makes me feel like. If I'm washing my hands with somebody, if I'm carrying it around and I'm half-assed dealing with it, because Factual. I mean, like, no longer am I dealing with them, but it's always on my back. It's exactly. in that backpack that I'm carrying you're around. You're carrying so, it with your backpack. So if you're going to wash your hands with somebody, make, make sure, sure it's not in your it. backpack either. Yeah, right. Make right. sure it's it's done. Right. Meaning you, when you think about it, you have no ill feelings mm-hmm. towards it. It's just like, it is what it is. Right. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you can be like, all right, I'm done with you. But when you think about it, like, nah, fuck that. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga, I, sw- I hope something bad happens <laughs> yeah. to you. Now you still dealing now with you that. you still harboring. You just not dealing with them, harboring. but you still harboring. Yeah. You holding on to that. You know right. what I'm saying? So, uh, that was nice. And we Today, we on fire. We I hitting it like, today. I feel like it, it's that duolingual. It's that duolingual. <laughs> que pasa, mis amigos. Un Paco. <laughs> she said it's nah, cause we I'll be going to this place called Ramiro's, and she said it's not um Paco, it's um pec. I don't even know. I just know a I've little been, bit. I've been saying it wrong the whole it's time. It's a little bit. Is that what you? Yeah, to say? a little. A little um Pico, or I don't know what you. I don't know. Hopefully that comes in my bonus round. I cause I always used to say it to her, and she never said nothing. And then she corrected me like a week ago, and I felt like a jackass. Cause you always said to her, she got tired of hearing. It's that like shit. calling somebody you meet a dude, and you all. <laughs> she got tired of hearing that week. It's like you meeting a dude or something like that, and you like, hey, what's up, Bill? And you calling him after like three months, uh-huh. and then he says, my name's not Bill. My name's actually Jimmy. I've actually done that. <laughs> I've actually done. Do it that, make bro. you feel like a jackass? It made me feel like. I was kind of mad with dude because I was like, bro, why the fuck you been letting me call you this the whole time? Because everybody in the room probably looking at you like, bro, that's not Yeah, that. like everybody's looking like at me Like nobody could have told me. And I'm like, bro, I've been calling you this the whole time. Why you didn't tell me? <laughs> like, why would you do I that? I know it was a dude at my job, bro. I kept calling him James. Because uh-huh. I thought I seen his name badge and it looked like it said James. And then you'd be like, what up, James? It turned like, out. <laughs> yeah, it, tur- it turned out, though, the motherfucking uh, M was actually, it was two R's that looked like an M to me. So what was it, Jerry? Nigga, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I called him James for like two, three weeks. Cool little, little weird dude, but he was cool as hell, man. I used to just mess with him all day. And I always called him James. Eventually, he said, my name's not James, it's Jared. I was like, oh, damn, my bad, bro. I actually had that happen to me. And I'm talking about, like, in the factory. I'm like, hey, John. Like, yeah. yelling his name and everything. Like, damn. I had that happen to me where I was kind of like a, a a lead to this dude. When he came into my job, I trained him. Uh, and never knew his name. Helped him out every time he needed help. I need some tools for this. All right, bro, I got you. We would chop it up every day. I come to him and give him his breaks. You know what I'm saying? I put him on to the point where they was like, okay, he's good. He can run this. And I'm like, yeah. So, like, when when evaluation time comes, it's how you're going to get more money, bro. Like, and I'm going to show you how to do it. I help dude all the time. We chopping it up. I end up, like, giving him what break you want. You want fourth break? Okay, you, like, going to break at this time? I got you. Uh One day I kind of gave this nigga a break. He said, hey, man, what's your name? 
I said, what the fuck you say to me? That hurt, didn't it? That hurt, because I'm like, bro, we're friends. <laughs> like, I thought we was cool. Like, what? We're friends, bro. What the fuck you mean? What's my name? <laughs> At that moment, you felt like At you that, were not qualified. I was played, bro. You was like, damn. I'm like, this nigga's using me to get been, to the top. We've never been cool. <laughs> like, I thought we was cool. Like, I damn. thought he was the homie, bro. Like, I, I've been looking out for him and everything. That's crazy. Hey, man, bro. what's your name? That said, hurts. I ain't going to stunt. I think from like my point of view, when it doesn't happen to you, it feels different because it's like, I mean, I still take it personal. Like, damn, I got this dude's name wrong. But when somebody do that to me and they like, and you thought y'all done had some moments and they just like, no, we didn't. I feel like the moment where they ask what your name yeah. is clarifies we never had. We like, never, we were nah. never cool. Nah. I said, what you been calling me this whole time? He said, the black dude with the beard. <laughs> And you over here looking and out I'm for I'm over home. here looking out. And I'm over here like, when my manager asked me like, hey, who should we get to do this, bro, right here? All right, all and right. you're just the black dude with the beard. Hey, hey, I need you to. Nah, he's about to go to break. He's cool. That's I crazy. got him out of it. That's insane. That black bro. dude with the beard be looking out for me, bro. <laughs> he said I was nothing but the black dude with the, the black beard. black dude with the beard. I, I think we have a technical dif- difficulties, but it's it should be good. That's why I need a raise, bro. Cause I be yeah, he keeps fi- he fixes it pretty fast, man. Hey, boy. So, uh, what else we got going on, man? What you got on here? You got one to two teachers that influences on you. What was that influence? So that's why I, I wrote this down. That is uh, an incomplete sentence. Yeah, it, it's it's very f- a fucked up sentence. <laughs> He just had to be the person to call that out. Because I read it twice more, and I'm like, <laughs> he said, "Hold up, that's a make couple sense. of things missing in there." But uh, the question is, one to two teachers in your whole lifespan of being in school that influenced you, and what was that influence they had on you? What teachers? Influenced My fifth grade you? teacher for sure, Mr. J. And why that did he, was my what dumb, influence bro. did he have? What is something that you feel like you carry around he with you? He liked me, you? but he held me accountable. So, look, at the end of the day, we had, like, this planner where we were right, like, what we did for that day, the homework we got to take home, and we supposed to take it home and have our parents sign it. And he had this dot system. So he had a red dot, which means you were bad. You were totally just irate in his class, and you was on some bullshit that day. Yeah. A blue dot, which is like you might cause a couple of disruptions, get it together. You know what I'm saying? And a green dot. Mm-hmm. Now, the green dot, if you got five straight green dots, you can like sit anywhere you want to in the class. Privileges. You had privileges. But if you got like a blue dot or a red dot in between there, it's over with. It's over with. Me and my roommate was actually both in this class. That's dope. Yeah. But. If I was to do some bullshit, I'm going home with a blue dot. You feel me? And my mom's supposed to see this. He'll write a little note, and she's supposed to sign it. Like you feel me? And I'm supposed to take it back to him and let him see it. Mm-hmm. So at the end of every day, he's stamping everybody' book. So even if it was like some small shit, he just kind of held me accountable, bro. Like, bro, you need to get it together, bro. Like, you're you're about to be a young man. You're about to go to middle school. You can't be acting like this in middle school. Blue dot. Take it home and show your mom. Like for the smallest stuff I mean not the smallest stuff But it's just held accountable Like You know what I mean Yeah 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 Cause you got teachers that Just cause they like you Off that string They can give you but a you learn nothing dot. from that They can give you What 
Like if they just giving you a green dot, yeah, but you really because they like it. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, it's been like my roommate actually told me when he had a Facebook, he commented on uh, one of his pictures and was asking about like how we were doing, like me as well, because I don't have a Facebook. So it's like I'm twenty some years old. When I was what eight, nine, ten. I was in his class and he's still asking about like that's wild. That means you, you feel had me? an impression on But him yeah, too. that means like he liked me, but he still held me accountable. No matter, bro. I remember no favoritism. <laughs> no favoritism. Yeah. Just because I like you, don't really. Mean I feel like slide. maybe I like you, so I'm gonna be harder on you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That could be that too. Because I've had people like that in my life. It's like you know they like you, but they're gonna hammer you for. They might let this big thing go with this person, uh-huh. but you can. Talk out of turn or some shit, and they gonna be on your and they ass. They gonna be like, bro. It, it's not that as a kid, I feel like we would think, oh, they don't like me. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's really that they hold you accountable more because they expect more from you. I'm gonna tell you. I, I want to tell you a couple of stories, but I got a couple of. I just got a couple of people that I do want to shout out on this. So I'm not gonna hold this. I'm gonna give get this off. Yeah. Let you go and then bring it back to me. Okay. But uh, one thing he taught me. Okay, so look, me and my roommate was both. In this class, and we have been best friends since kindergarten. So I remember one day we were having book fair. I remember. I used to love book, book fair. fairs. Used to be lit, bro. I love them playing so bingo much. in there I when love. you get there. I used to really as bro. a kid, bro. I looked forward <laughs> to, to book fair. I looked forward to it. I'm, we they go gave in you there. the magazines, and you could pick a book out the magazines. Yeah, when we and go stuff. in there and yes. we chill out, and uh, we had uh, the librarians with. Like sit on this stage And she would pick her book That she wanted to read to us So we all chilled out Laid out Bing bags everywhere and shit. Yeah yeah and yeah And she's reading us books You feel me You about to take and a nap just like We just chilling It ain't nap time Because after this You know what I'm saying We get to pick out a book For the week That we want to read yeah. for the week But Homie had Had bought a book From the book fair so we walking back to class, and I don't know what I was doing. For, for some reason, I'm this just... This the room? Your roommate? Or? Just, it's OG. Yeah. I'm just fucking with him, bro. I'm fucking with him. And somehow or another, we ripped his book. Like, I think I, like, grabbed it or something. Or I tricked him, and he oh, dropped it and, it, it, and it ripped, like, a page out of his book. So, my fault. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So, bro was sad. <laughs> I don't know if he dropped a dime on me of the teacher seeing it. I don't remember. But he came back there. And he he took me in the uh, hallway. He's like, bro, what you doing? Like, bro, you ripped this man's book. So, my mom was dropping me off money on my on her lunch break from work. And I had already scoped out what I'm getting out the book for her, this Allen Iverson basketball poster. I had already scoped it out. That's bro. what like, I That's want. what I'm getting, bro. The, the money my Dukes brings me, that's what I'm getting. You gave it to him. I had to buy him. A, he made me buy him a new book. So you didn't get your poster. So I didn't get my poster. Bro. That hurts as a kid. But you can't just rip the man's book because you y'all friends. You feel though, me? He's yeah. supposed to eat that. You can't do that, bro. The, he, he pushed you to do the right thing. That was the right thing to do. Because you had to sacrifice because he. it's not fair if he sacrifices his book. Cause just because we it. friends. That's, that's a hell of a fast story. That, that's a true story. And it was some and bullshit. And you was hurt book. too. It was some bullshit book. I know this nigga didn't even want the book. I'm like, can't y'all just put some tape in this damn thing? I'm trying to get this AI yeah, poster. Yeah, yeah. Like this is more important. AI and Kobe's in the playoffs yeah, this year. Y'all gonna make me buy that, him a yeah. book, bro? 
that he ain't even gonna read. I can't even go home and get another ten dollars because the book fair is over this weekend. And mama gonna be asking me what happened with that ten. What did you get? I think I got by with that one. I don't think she said she nothing. didn't. She didn't catch on what she caught on now. Oh no, I got his ripped book. Matter of fact. Oh, they put tape in your book. Yeah. <laughs> so now this, now I gotta got to deal with this. You got a new book. I bought him tape. a new book, and I got that broke book. <laughs> and you didn't even want that book. <laughs> it was some stupid book, too. <laughs> I'm still mad with OG to that day, bro. He dropped a dime or something. Hey, that poster probably would have been worth money, too. Yeah, I wouldn't have had it still. What well, shit? In fifth grade, it's better man. than that ripped book. Yeah. With the sky I didn't even it. read it. That's crazy. That's a, hey, bro, you on fire today. What you got, I got to give you kudos. You on fire today. I like tapping into that. Uh, it makes me, like, really, it's been a few moments. Boy. It's been, it's been, it's been, like, moments within this whole conversation where I be like, it makes me realize a part of myself that I forget. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you I start telling that story, like, oh, it, it, is, it like, brings back visuals from telling that story. And it made me I look remember. at certain things like, oh, that's probably why I do this. Or mm-hmm. that's, you know what I'm saying? But a uh, teacher, I'll I'll start with mine. A teacher that had a big influence on me. Her name was Miss Topping, and uh, I believe she was my first grade teacher. And the influence she had on me is she was the first teacher to acknowledge that Acknowledge and praise me for creativity. Mm-hmm. That it was okay to be creative. That it was and okay. That it yeah exactly. That it was okay for me to be creative and different. And she praised that fact. And that, that's probably that had a huge impact on me. Um, another teacher I would say that had a huge impact on me. I actually got two more, Mister Bonifer. Who was my ninth grade? Ninth grade was he ninth grade? He was my ninth grade. He was my ninth grade teacher, but uh, he uh praised my I guess silliness in it to an extent. Uh, one time I went in. I Y'all was just real. Y'all just kept it real. Yeah, we just kept it real with each other. So I, was, I guess being real was valued with Mister Bonner. It's wild because I was actually in these classes. You was in my class. And, and he kept you? it real. Yeah. Tell the story that I'm thinking about, bro. Should I tell that on You don't have to go that deep into it, but just tell like adventure. Hood adventure. Hey, so uh was he what, ninth grade? Tenth grade. Nah, this eleventh grade. Tenth or eleventh. Tenth or eleventh. I think we had him two years together, matter of fact. We did. I had I to take his. Did. I wanted to be in his class again. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't. Should I tell this story? I mean, you okay. don't have to go that in. Depth All right. So, anyways, it was, but tenth or eleventh grade, man. That's when you was experimenting a little bit. We were smoking a little herbivore on, on on occasion. You was experimenting a little bit. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, we was experimenting. So one time, I called myself experimenting. Boo, you was in my class, weren't you? Tell the story and we'll get to the point where I chop in. All right. So, okay. The story is, so I think I had Mr. Bonner for fourth period. We had seven. It was lunch period. That's fourth period. It was fourth period. Lunch was fourth period, bro. It was fourth and fifth. I think it was, it was fifth. It had to be, it had to be Because I had, I I know that. The end of the day. Think the end of the day. It had to be fifth period. It couldn't have been fourth period. So fourth or fifth period. Get to the point, and then we'll. we'll he said, say. "Get to the point." 
Right, we but, had seven uh, periods a day, right? Seven periods right, a day, so, yeah. So. Seven periods a day. So I think I had him either fourth or fifth period. And I had just got done experimenting maybe second period. You know, you sneak out, do what you do or whatever. I thought it was, okay, go ahead. I ain't going to interrupt. Yeah, you, you know. You know better than me, but. But you know. Okay. But uh, so I, I had just got, I'm getting in his class, and I guess the experiment is kicking in. <laughs> The chemistry experiment that kicked in on my head. <laughs> so usually I'm very present. Me and Mr. Bonifer, we had a little dialogue. I joke on him. He joke on me. He used to call me Smokey. <laughs> my name in the class, my teacher used to always call me, hey, Smokey. <laughs> How you doing, Smokey? They used to tell me Craig Citrus. Yeah, I swear, I swear. <laughs> Craig and Smokey. He called us Craig and Smokey. But, uh, so the experiment kicked in. And I remember, so I remember going in this class, fourth or fifth period, and I remember hearing the end of the day bell ring. So for some reason, I woke up at the end of the day, Mr. Bonnever came and like shook my shoulder. He's like, yeah, school is over with, like you can go home. And I'm looking at him confused, like what happened? Like what, drool all on my desk, bro. I done drooled all on my desk. He said, I'm looking at him and I'm like, what happened? I feel like he, because Mr. Bonifer, we had a dialogue where yeah, he would yeah, fuck yeah, with you. He's playing with so I'm you. like, man, he's playing. Yeah. But I woke up and I'm like groggy and I'm like, drools <laughs> all on my desk. He's like, yeah, you can go home, smoke it. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like confused, like what about fifth and sixth period? He's like, no, it's time to go home. And so you got the rest of the So story, it might have been because did we have six periods or seven? Because I remember seven. We had seven because I remember seventh period. I had Miss Hensley. She was an art teacher. So look, this is what I remember from it. We got back from lunch. And I think you may or you may or I think you might have told me about the experiment after all the whole fact. So we got back from lunch. <laughs> he started going into his teaching thing. So we all taking notes and everything. And usually how he works is like, I mean, he would let you sleep sometimes because he, he told you straight up, like, that's on you. What you want to do in this class? But I'm we we always you. ace his class, yeah, though. Yeah, we yeah, always yeah. did we, great. We would Me and up. you, I remember we used to always be like the tops in the we class. We would meet up and study yeah. for his test and Enjoy do all this. And people yeah. would want to like, hey, y'all got the study guy done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you feel me? But uh, <clears throat> so we get back from lunch. And, like, if it was me or you or somebody else, like, a couple other people in the class, he might walk past your desk and kick it, like, if you sleep. You feel me? And, yeah. like, bro, get up and get these notes. So he's putting notes down, and he taught his class more like a college course. He did. Which was did. more like the shit that interests him, he may still put on the board, but it might not be on the midterm, the exam, or whatever. But it's the shit that interests him, and it's high points that if you want to know, write it down. Yeah, put it on, like, extra credit it's on, or something It's like on that. for you. Yeah. But some stuff would be like, I don't even need to know this. But it'd be interesting. You feel me? So it was kind of like, you take notes how you want to take notes. Because it might be like, he might write a couple things down, but he might not write some stuff that you need to know. He taught it like a college course. That's the yeah. best way to put it. But uh, so we going through all that and we taking all these notes and we got a test coming up. And your ass is knocked out. And I'm just like, bro, he's going to be asking me for this. Because you sat to the right of me. I remember, didn't you sit like on my right? I don't remember. I remember that shit. But I'm but I'm like, he. I, I'm going to take these good notes because I'm like, this nigga ain't even taking notes, bro. And I know we're going to study later. Notebook, yeah. I know he's going to ask for them. So uh, 
I'm taking these notes. Like, then then the end of the out. day, the bell rings. So, like, we would always, like, meet up and walk and chop it up about what we going to do that day or whatever. Yeah. And then go to our next class. Then you try to wake me up or something. So, look, I walk I walk out of the class, and I'm looking around. I'm like, he already out of the class. I'm looking around, and you ain't in there. So, I turn around, and I look back in the class. This nigga ain't budge, bud. Like, the the bell done went off. People been making all kind of noise, getting up. The doors open. People's walking down the hallway. You know, that'd be loud. Loud. Like, passing period. He ain't budge, bro. So I look back and I'm like, snoring probably. Like, bro. And Mr. Bonifer, like, he came up to the door, put his hand up, and shut the door. Like, nah, bro. And I'm thinking he's about to have a talk with you. Like, bro, like, I'm I'm giving these notes. I'm giving y'all the like, stuff for the exam. And you sleep and you one of the top students. Like, bro, what you doing? So then later that day, I end up talking to you. And I'm like, bro, you good? Like, you was knocked out. And you said, Bro, I didn't wake up. I woke up in a whole different class. I'm like, what you talking about? You said, I woke up in seventh period and the bell rang. And he said he got all kind of different people. And he done taught two classes since I've been asleep. And the bell rang and the True. buses is outside. True story. <laughs> it's time to go home. True I done missed story. two classes. He said, Smokey, he tapped me. He said, Smokey, you can go home now. You said I done missed two classes. I said, bro, what the fuck you? Was I was on, hurt bro? off. Yeah. I was like low key nervous, like fuck. Like I'm had to face the music. To, cause, yeah, cause I got an answer to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I just not showing up to class. Like, bro, you were knocked out. While I was low key heated at Mr. Bonifer for a while off that. But you know what he did? He held me accountable. He held you accountable. He said, and basically, he was saying it's not my job to make sure you. Yeah, go yeah, class. yeah. I'm your That's teacher. Your I'm job. not your dad. Exactly. I'm your teacher. Exactly. Yeah. And shout out to him, man. He's. I would, I would really love to see him again. I and think the, he was running for office. For yeah, I did see that. I see yeah. that. He, he had my it? vote. I would have voted for him yeah. regardless. And the last person that influenced me wasn't a teacher, but it was a counselor, Miss McGarvey. Miss McGarvey was dope, bro. Miss McGarvey was dope. Bro. And she influenced me in the fact that, so we have Mrs. Topping allowed me to realize how creative I am. Mr. Bonifer. The joy of keeping it real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And calling people on their bullshit, being accountable. And Miss McGarvey influenced me in the sense of it's not bad to be smart. If you smart, just be who you no is. No matter who you hanging out with. Exactly. No matter what your group of friends is. And she you. held me to that standard of, look, you, you can do this. You just got to realize that it's not bad that you do this. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You make your own decision. Exactly. She came and got me... One year, and she took she picked me to go like eat at a uh, the college. Campus. It was like a NAACP awards thing, and she was like, "Make sure you dress nice this day." You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come get you out of class. And at that time, I knew she was my counselor, but we didn't have that many interactions. But she was watching me, and she was watching me to make That's sure, dope. like, yo, he played football, he played basketball, but he got good grades. So, I feel like we're talking about the teachers that influence us, but if if I reversed it, do you feel like maybe we had an influence on these teachers as well? I mean, these teachers, I mean, maybe uh, few and far in between, but you got to think how many kids that they've, like, that's, we might have had, so say we had seven classes, 14 different teachers a year, they got 20-something kids in the class. I mean, if you say it's, I mean, they have a lot of kids, that's like, 
the fifth grade teacher that you had, he's he's reaching out asking about how you doing. Yeah, you know how many right. kids he's you're, taught since you're then. You're right, but the point that I'm making is like, we've had less teachers than they've had kids that they've taught. So I'm sure, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of kids probably ha- have sentimental value that they remember certain stuff because I mean it's a part of life memories is, but at the same time it's like that's a lot of kids. So are you saying we don't have the we don't have the level of impact on the teachers that they may have on the students. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like it's harder to remember like thirty things about a thousand kids than it is to remember three things about a hundred teachers. teachers. You yeah, feel me? That makes sense. That makes it's sense. easier to remember teachers than I, it'd be hard to remember like twenty four people every day. Like man, it'd be hard for me to remember hard. my phone not. Shit. It'd be hard for me. You don't call yourself It'd be hard to remember me What I ate for breakfast this I morning. swear I swear I swear I got one more though Like for sure uh, I was gonna say Mr. Bonifer You was? Because I felt like From jump We were at that stage Where it was like We were graduating Into young adulthood And his Stance on it Was kinda like Hey I'm a man and you finna be a man, so <laughs> this is what that. it is. I'm not about to treat you like a kid no more. Like you're not a kid no more. So, which one may treat you like a kid? I'm not, cause I'm not. If you want me to, don't take this class. But also, I had a football coach that was so hard on me. I felt like he was so hard on me, like. I remember, like, the first, it might be the first year I had him. Shout out, Coach Calvin, man. It might be the first year I had him. And I didn't all the way see this, bro, until I coached football. But I put in so much work just, like, because it was, like, now I'm, I, I took a step up. Now I'm in middle school or whatever. Yeah. And I put in so much work because I felt like I wanted to set myself apart and I could shine a little different than Little League. You feel me? So, he helped me with that. But he was like, he was like hard on me. Like, hard on me, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, it's not that serious. Like, it's like, just, chill it's out. football, not boot camp. Like, but at the end of the day, I feel like it made me better. I hadn't had, like, my dad coached me. My dad hard on me. And he a little harder on me than that. And I'm like. Bro, like, what is you doing? Like, what is going on? So, I mean, let me, let me, always growing up, and I'm not trying to say nothing about myself, but it was just like, practice for me was a little different than practice for other people. Because most of the time. I can say, honestly, I've seen that in you I too, would practice before young. I got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? You wanted dad, it. You was hungry. My dad had me in the backyard tackling yeah, you uh, was hungry. a punching bag and running laps before I go to practice. So now I'm at practice. I'm already warmed up. Now it's time to practice again. That called you bust. So I remember our first game. It's like, bro, like I, I guarantee you, like my dad taught me as he said, uh, so you mean to tell me he can he can block you? You mean to tell me he can pitch and you can't hit his pitch? You mean to tell me, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can't check him, he can check you? And I always was like, he can't check. He, he installed it in my head. He can't check me. He, he can't block me. And he, my dad be like, well, go out there and prove it then. Go out there and prove it. Now I done put in all this work. It's time to go prove it. 
Made you hungry. It made me hungry, and it made me believe in myself. So we go out there in the game, and uh, we run a play. You know what I'm saying? We get a stop, and the next thing I know, somebody's tapping me on the shoulder to come out the game. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, I'm doing good. Like, I come out the game. He's talking to me, coaching me up. Boom. Go back out there. Run two, three plays. He's pulling me out of the game. I'm like, bro, I'm not tired. You run me every day. I'm not tired. Why you keep taking me out of the game? So this happened for like one to two two uh, drives up and down. Mm-hmm. And it was like I had family at the game and everything. But it was just like I had worked so hard. and I, But I was stubborn because always, like I told you, like growing up it was a little different for me because I feel like I had worked a little bit harder. And I'm, I mean, I don't want to put it like that, but I was better because I, I, I put in that work. But yeah. I'm like, bro, why you keep taking me out? Like, I'm handling my business. Now I'm stubborn because I've never had this happen. So now we get into it on the sideline. So you know what he did? What? Keep your ass over here on the sideline. Didn't put you back in. Never had that happen before. Because usually you was the Because guy usually that's in I'm the, the guy. Yeah. What do you mean sit on this sideline? He's like, you need me out like, there. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like. We're I, losing. Not necessarily. I'll say I felt entitled. That's, Does that make sense? That's a good point. You and now he's me. got me on the sideline. So side is that line. how you felt in the midst of it or in the like midst afterwards? Of it. In the midst of you it. You felt I like felt you were entitled. entitled. Like, dude, I need to be on this field. Like, I'm the captain. I'm this, this, and that. You're not entitled to nothing. <laughs> like, at, 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 what made so me what, realize So it. what did you learn through that? So so there's a lot more. Let me go Let me go into it. Let me get into yeah. it. Yeah. So then, like, he was pretty much like, I'm the coach. <laughs> you feel me? I'm the coach. And since you want to act up, if you want to stay on this team, you're going to meet me before every practice and after every practice. So now I'm running, doing gassers before practice and after practice, which gassers suck for the rest of the season. If you want to play on this team. Do you hear me? If you want to play on this team. Oh, because you was entitled. So even after we would have, like, practice and then we would have conditioning, even though we just ran these laps and everything, bus. On this line. So you're doing this after practice. After practice. Yeah. And that's just a play. And that's because I got in into it with him, I guess man, you would say. Been over, but, hey man, I apologize. Uh it's too late for apologies, bro. You already done did what you done did. And your dad's over like, yep. Yep. Go, yep. go on. Go on. I stand behind Because I know as a kid, I remember coach. I remember as a kid, like in certain instances like that, I would look to my parents for like or Save my you. mom like Save me. <laughs> and it would kill me, like, even with teachers or whatever. My mom be like, you did it. You made your bed. And I think, honestly, that that played to our benefit or even my benefit. For sure. That's the part You know of what I'm saying? It's sure. because it taught you that you were going to be held accountable for your own decisions. And I'm not going to be there to save you if you no, chose to no. make that happen. Yeah. So he ended up being my coach for the next two years. So then I get to high school and I'm like, all right, bro, like I'm done with Brody. He was way too hard. And he's coming. This, this, and that. So my freshman year, we did have different coaches, and they kind of pampered me a little bit. I, I feel like just because you they know did. what I'm saying. Yeah, they did. Then I, you then got I turned a sophomore. Football, nigga. Then I turned a sophomore. If you want to play varsity, you playing for me again. It was da, the same da, dude, da. yeah. Again. <laughs> you over here like, again. God damn. Damn, man, again. Well, I thought I got rid of your ass. But I had matured, and we had a much different relationship. 
You grew up. He demanded out of me what he knew was in me. So I think you demand a lot from yourself too. Yeah, you gotta yeah. give yourself credit. Yeah, but for that, if, if, you if you a lot from but you. if I take a play off when he pulls me to the sideline, I know he's not pulling me to the sideline from when I was in seventh grade, eighth grade thinking he's pulling me to the sideline. You know you messed talking. Up. I know he's got something to tell me. I know he's got something You're um, open to yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. We already done been through this. So if we've been through this and we go through it again, then yeah, this ain't for me. You feel me? I I'm not coachable. Yeah. But now, like, we go through this again, like, I should be more receptive to what's going on because I'm not about to keep running them don't gases you think that kind of? Don't you think that kind of plays into, like, uh, the courage it took you for, like, to look yourself in the mirror? Not even saying then in high school that you did it, but the fact, like, you say, like, when you were a kid, it'd be like, man, you tripping, like, I'm... I'm this, I'm that. You feel entitled mm -hmm. versus in high school, you looking at it like, you know what? I already know I messed up. Yeah, Like yeah. just the level of honesty that you, the, the level grew. You see what I'm saying? But you got to think too though. Like I'm 15 years old playing against 18 years old, 19 years old kids. These niggas got beards. <laughs> you feel me? You ain't got And I just got my first, you. I just got my first pube. <laughs> <laughs> So mm -hmm, I'm listening to everything yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. say. I need that. I need that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm gonna wrap this up. Fast forward, I actually coached football for a couple of years, and a lesson that he taught me, like going back on it. So, my first year of coaching, I had this 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 kid that I was kind of hard on. You just had it. Is it because you kind of drew more towards him? Exactly. And, you see and I'll that. tell you exactly what it was. I seen myself in him. So you think he seen himself in you? Exactly. Exactly. It comes full circle. It came full circle. And that and afterwards, hold on, let me let me let me chop this up. Let me get to the point. So he kind of did something not necessarily the same, but he kind of took a playoff and I did the same thing, pulled him out. And I'm like talking to him, like, what you think I didn't see that, this, this, and that? And we got into it. And he was like, uh, he said something like, whatever. You got to think he preteen, bro. Like, I mean, but that, I'm hey, as a grown man, like, who are you yeah, talking yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, we'll see whatever in practice. So then the next practice we get, his daddy's there. <laughs> and I told his daddy, like, save me type shit. So then me and his dad start talking. And I mean, like, his dad was cool about it, and I told him what happened, and he was like, see, I got a whole different story from him. That's why I showed up, but I'm glad we got to talk. And he was like, he's yours. Like, he said that to you. That's, That's wrong. a good dad. That's, he's yours. That's a good dad. That's a good dad. But when it boiled down to it, it was like, it kind of hurt me because it was like the next year he didn't play. But So you couldn't grow with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But looking back on it, I, I was thinking like, damn, that's how Coach Cal was, bro. Like, is that what it was? Did he see himself in me? Did he see potential? Can in I me? ask like, you a question? I, I, I'm I'm gonna try to clarify as I go, mm -hmm. but um, cause I know each generation is different than the next generation. So, you telling your story and how you had Coach Cal, you came back the next year. So I feel like it was a level of maybe grit, more grit, because uh. Like you say with the kid that you was coaching, just the fact that he just gave up after a year. 
Like I don't like this. I'm done. Versus I mean I don't know. You if were was, I don't know if that was it though. Like if I don't know if it was like too much for him or maybe he had other obligations or maybe he didn't like football like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not gonna say he stopped playing because of me. I'm just saying the next year I didn't have him. That could play a factor in it, but you know what I'm saying? He could have found another team or it's, it's a he lot of different did whatever. Yeah, And yeah. I asked kids about him, and they was just like, you know, he ain't playing. But it's not like I can talk to him directly. But I tried to learn from that as a coach. Like, you know, I'm hard on him. And then, like, when we had, like, when I had other opportunities, I looked at it like, you know what? He, he can be six, seven years old. I still have to earn his trust. So I put him to the side and talk to him sometimes and try to, like, big him up and let him know it's not that I have something against you. It's just I see something in you. It's, it's just that I want the best for you, and I know you have the best in you. So you have it's potential my job to, to pull to it this. out to, of you. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah. my job to give you the tools that you need to Succeed. be that. Exactly. That makes me want to be a coach or something, man. It, it, you want me to tell you what the funnest part Maybe about it was? Maybe not a sports coach because I'm trash. It's kind of like because I'm a big kid and it's just like I'm hanging around a lot of kids and it's like it's different. You see when yourself you got, everywhere. You do. You do. And it's different when you got game for them to soak up. And then it becomes a game within itself because it's like some of them, you, you, you're, you're a jokester. You're a smart guy that you don't know you're smart yet. You can you, categorize you, you, them, kinda. Not, not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but you can kind of see based on because you've already went through that. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you fit this kind of frame. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dead ass. That's dope. Bro. Which kind of just ties in like the youth, man. Like they the future. So I love giving back to the youth. I love being a part of these kids' lives. And what if, what if, what if you did, or even I think we've even linked up on a few things as far as trying to give back. Yeah, and uh, uh, we've talked about this a little bit, but we going we got some other stuff in the works that we gonna do. Because I really want to give Christmas and yeah, I believe what it was about two years ago we gave we gave what it was about five hundred. Tell, tell that story. It wasn't it wasn't necessarily. I don't think we've told that story on Cash Talk. Let's save it for Christmas. Let's save it for closer to. Okay, Christmas. we'll save it for closer. You to see Christmas. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I want to do it again. 